Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Selling your car on cars.com is so fast. It's like the dealer is in your own backyard. Get the best offer instantly, confirm with the dealer, and the money's yours. Cars.com. It's magical. Tap to sell on cars.com today. Welcome back to the Leading Edge Cricket Podcast. Uh, welcome. It is me again. It's Rich. I am flying solo once more. My partner in crime, Rob, is still a little struggling with some post-COVID things. In and out of hospital, he'll probably chuck a picture in all wired up to a hospital bed again like he did last week on the YouTube. Um, if you're listening to us, you won't see that, but uh, we all wish Rob, obviously, all the best and hope he's back very, very soon because it's just not the same without him. Don't worry, though, he has been watching peak Bazball this last week. He has been able to tune in for the fifth and final England-India Test match, which wraps up the series that started last summer. What cricket it has been. It has been unreal, hasn't it? Um just stunning, stunning cricket. I don't want to say it's reinventing it, but it's not far off, is it? Baz Ball is here to stay. You're all scared. Come on then, let's get into it. Um, so as we said, it was uh, it's finishing off a series from last summer, wasn't it? So we want to talk about that first, but we will also just touch on the squads that have been announced for the upcoming T20 and one day series between England and India, which starts very, very soon. It starts this week. So it was 2-1. How did we get there? That's a quick question, isn't it? How did we get there? So we got a draw in Trent Bridge last year. We then got an India one, an emphatic 151 run win. England then followed up with a win at Headingley. Um, an innings win, wasn't it, as well? And then the oval in the fourth test, India won, again, convincingly, 157 runs. India, if they'd have if better weather in the first test, they would think they could have already had the series wrapped up, but they didn't. It was 2-1 going into this one. So England had the chance, obviously, to draw the series. <sighs> what a game. What a game. We'll get to all that anyway. And so it's uh, such an exciting uh, game of cricket. So this game was supposed to be Old Trafford. Switched to Edgebaston. Rohit Sharma, um, India captain. He was missing due to COVID. So Jasper Bumrah took the captaincy for the first time in his career. Whilst England made just the one change. Jimmy, Jimmy Anderson's back in. 
after a little niggle made him miss the third New Zealand test. Jamie Overton was the man who missed out after his 97 and two wickets on his debut. Um, so let's get into this game. So the loves of Chase England decided to have a ball first. India were soon two down in their first innings. Jimmy doing the damage. Vihari went for 20 to Potts, make it three, before he then claimed, came back and claimed the prize scalp of Virat Kohli. Matty Potts just takes legendary players. Kane Williamson, Virat Kohli, both in his pocket. Uh, Indians 71 for four at that point. Sherazier went with the score of 93 for five. And you think in England, nothing can go wrong. Nothing at all. But this was Rishabh Pant, Ravi Jadeja time. And this was Daryl Mitchell, Tom Blundell time. They put on 222 of Pant hitting a wonderful 142 off just 116 deliveries. Really superb cricket. We saw him falling on the floor, one-handed sixes, all sorts. The guy is box office. He's basketball. I said last week I won't use the term basketball. It's funny. All right. I don't, <laughs> I'm not being serious with it. We'll use basketball for a while, and then we'll get very, very bored and annoyed of it very soon. Um, Ravage Adeja, his partner, he got 104 as well. He always seems to bat really, really well um, in England and in English conditions. So it's great to see him. He's a real entertainer as well. Uh, the fun continued through to the end of this uh, innings, didn't it? Jasper Bumrah. I think you can politely say he took a liking to Stuart Broad. When I say a liking, I mean, he smacked him. He took him for 35 off and over. The most ever off and over in Test cricket, breaking a long-standing record of 28. Just 28. Stuart Broad now holds, doesn't he? He got hit for 36 in an over in a, a T20 or an ODI, and now he's got hit for 35 off a test over. The short stuff and the massive dirty full tosses is not what was required. Jasper Brummel was very, very appreciative, though. And he put it to all parts. Really, really good cricket. Uh, India, after uh, you know slipping down to 93 for five, they did end on 416, which was an exceptional effort. And put England up against it. But as we've seen this summer against New Zealand, these big first in scores, it doesn't seem to make much of a difference. Uh, Jimmy A back in the team. He finished with five for 60 and bowled as well as he always seems to do. England's response, I've got to say, was not the best of the summer. Um, it was only really Johnny Best that went on to score um, put up a decent score, really. We saw plenty of stars, but Johnny Bairstow got another century, 106 for him. He just looked exceptional again, as he does. He was absolutely fine. He was quite calm. And then Virat Kohli decided to try and impose himself on the game and just wind Johnny Bairstow up. And it didn't work. I think we saw Jimmy Neesham talk about it. It's like, why are people trying to wind up Johnny Bairstow at the moment? Just leave him to it. Tell him his car's going to be uh, uh, valeted and all that. That's what Jimmy Neesham was saying. And just let him enjoy himself. No, don't wind him up. Bad call, Vera. It's not a good contribution to the game. We'll get onto your batting in a minute. Um, just Johnny Best, it was just superb again. This is all we can say on that one. Starts were made in this innings as well. Joe Root, 31. Ben Stokes, 25. And uh, Sam Burns, 36. Um, Stokes in particular, he's, he's on the charge, isn't he? I think we can maybe be a little bit, uh, little bit questioning of some of his shot selection, especially... He seems to be getting out after trying a big shot uh, on a few occasions. But it's like the commentators are talking about. And I think he's trying to lead from the front. He's trying to show that this is what he wants. And he'll probably pull it back a little bit in due course. But he's trying to demonstrate and lead from the front with this team to show the sort of cricket he wants them to play. So it's, it's kind of understandable. And when players around him are playing as well as they are, he can get away with it. Um, so they all made starts. And Matty Potts down at the bottom of the order. He got 19. Didn't look like he could bat. Uh, in the first few uh, games against New Zealand, but he, he got his trusty little kipaks out for 19. Uh, Siraj led them with the ball, four for 66. Bumrah, again, excellent, three for 68. He'll bowl better. Um, and Sorry, he bowled bowl much worse and get better uh, figures than that another day. So England, they took 
India even, they took a 132-run lead into the second innings. And in any normal game, at any normal time, you'd expect this to be a match-winning position. Um, England removed Shubman Gill early. Vihara came and went. India, 43 for two. Top order woes. Clearly missing Rohit Sharma. No Kale Rahul in this innings, uh, this game either after playing so well in the series last summer. Uh, Virat Kohli was looking okay. Again, crunched a few of those cover drives, didn't he? Always looks impressive when he's doing those, when you dangle the ball right onto the middle of his bat. But he was removed for 20 by Ben Stokes, and that ends a pretty disappointing game for Virat Kohli after a disappointing year or two for the legend. Uh, Pajara batted on with Rishabh Pant. He was looking good again, but then Pajara went for 66. Sherisera went for 19. Questions whether or not he can deal with the short ball. That will follow him around for a long, long time if you can't seem to uh, improve on that. Score 190 for five. India was starting to slide, weren't they? But they were still in a very, very good position at this point. Uh, but England had other ideas and they bowled really, really well. They bowled aggressively. They bowled good lines. Ben Stokes led well in the field again. Took the final five wickets for just 45 more runs. The last seven all came in just 90 runs to bowl India out for 245. But still, 245, it's, it's under par. They could have batted the game out of sight in this third innings, but they didn't. And it's still 378 to win in 148 overs. You know, that's it's over four and over. It's Sorry, what a ridiculous count. Of course, it's not over four and over. I can't do maths. So anyway, don't worry about what it was, but it was quite funny. What I was thinking of is that if they'd have done it by the end of the fourth day, it would have been over six and over, which you started to go, eh, maybe England can do that. But they didn't quite do that. <laughs> it wasn't far off, though. Um, obviously, this 378, as we all know by now, would have been an England record chase. The highest chase in Test cricket for England. Surely they couldn't do this against any, uh, such a strong Indian bowling lineup. But, hey, you know what happened. But let's go through it anyway. England got off to a flyer. Alex Lees, Zach Crawley, batted, ran very positively. I really did enjoy that. It wasn't just a stroke making, although we did see Alex Lees track uh, third ball of the innings come down the track and smack back over the head, which was fun. The reverse sweeps were out. All the shots were out. They batted so positively, but I really did enjoy their running between the wickets as well. Really, really good cricket. Um, India, India was so up against it early on. They introduced uh, Ravager Deja in the eighth over. And by the end of the over, we saw Alex Lees get out the first reverse sweep. Just what is this cricket? Ridiculous. Uh, Lees brought up his second Test 50 at less than a runnable rate. Um, soon after the pair put on a rapid 100, one of the fastest ever. I think it's the third, second or third fastest ever 100 for an opening pair inside 20 overs before India made the breakthrough just before T removing Zach Crawley. Again, like we said in the, uh, in, in the, in the last test, uh, in his last innings when he batted quite well against New Zealand, he batted well, left the ball really well in this innings. So, you know, he made 46. Really frustrating he couldn't go on to get his 50. And like I say, his leaving was exceptional. And then he just tried to take it one too far. He left one that's too straight from uh, Skipper Bumrah. It came back in, clipped the top of off stump. 107 for one. India have opened the door. India getting excited. What happens next? Well, what happened next? They went to tea. They came back after tea. First ball after tea. Ollie Pope's gone. Nicked off. Bumrah's gone. He's gone off Bumrah for a duck. 107 for two. India right back in it. The crowd's in it. The crowd are absolutely 100% involved in this game at this point because Alex Lees went soon after. Run out for 56. And we are crediting the Indian fans in the Edgebaston crowd for this wicket. Um, Lee sort of squirmed one through, didn't he, behind him. He's looking around. He's ball watching. He's not listening to Root. It's Root's call. Root calls him through. Lee's finally uh, catches up to see Root shouting and coming through. 
Lees is running the other end, nowhere near, 109 for three. It is absolutely game on. Um, it felt like a little bit of a chaotic period for England, didn't it, with those three wickets falling all so quickly. Uh, Bairstow joined Joe Root at the crease and the pair that bat together like no one else, it seems, at the moment, other than Daryl Bush and Tom Bournemouth, of course. Um, they really did just sensibly rebuild. They took the sting out of the game at this point uh, and they, they just took their time. Uh, Root brought up his 50 off 73 balls with a score 197-3. A 100-run partnership came soon afterwards. Bairstow found his way to his 50 off 75 and then England got through to the close of play with the Root, young Johnny Bairstow, sneaky old Johnny Bairstow partnership on 150 and a score at 259 for three. It was so important that they got through to the close of play. Um, if we'd have lost a wicket at that point, I think India rolled through uh, England on day five, but it was so, so important. And what was also important, very much like at Trent Bridge, where Ollie Pope and Joe Root broke the back of the score on the evening of the day four. That's exactly what England did in this one. 259 for three, just 119 runs needed with seven wickets in hand. Brilliant as well for the fourth time this series, fourth time this series, fourth time this summer, we saw a free entry um, day uh, for um, for all the fans of these stadiums. We had it all three days on the fifth days, or three tests on the fifth day at uh, against New Zealand. We saw it at this one at Edgebaston and fair play to him. He said it was a sellout. Plenty of seats there. There does need to be a little bit of a conversation about the fact that we keep selling out all these seats on the fifth day, but then we're not necessarily seeing all those people turn up in the stadium. But by the by, it's a really good uh, an idea. It's a really good thing to do, and it's getting people into the ground that have never had a chance to do it before. So, And it creates the atmosphere, doesn't it, as well? So it is what it is. Um, day five, this is where the excitement came as well, wasn't it? I mean, it was just, Mark, just superb, wasn't it? It got underway. It was a good pace, really, wasn't it, that day five got underway. India bowled really, really, really well initially. Um, again, it was a bit like uh, that, that shaky period on the evening of day four. If India had made that breakthrough morning of day five, again, it would have been a very, very tight chase, uh, depending on who went and how, how things developed. Um, but, but again, Root and Bairstow, they started by, you know, they started batting positively. They calmed things down again. They brought the 200 partnership up and then Root went to his 28th test 100. The 136 balls, his third 100 this summer, his 11th since the beginning of 20, 2021. Incredible form. There is nobody like Joe Root in Test cricket at the moment. I'm absolutely certain of that. Um, at that point, Joe Root put his foot down. He started smashing, running down the track to plonk Shivakur back over his head before bringing out the reverse scoop for six off the same man, smacking him out of the attack. A signature shot for Root this summer, that reverse scoop. He's done it at least three times. Ridiculous. Um, Root continued his attack. Johnny Bairstow finally brought up his 100 off, 138 balls, his 12th 100 and his 4th 100 in his last five innings. What a 12 months that man has had. Uh, by this time, England needed just another 21 for the historic win. The 250-run partnership arrived as Johnny Bairstow decided to crunch a few more boundaries off Siraj and entertain the Edgbaston crowd. The record-breaking win came with a reverse sweep. So fitting. Reverse sweep win uh, as Root for Root to uh, chase down that 378-run target and claim a seven-wicket win in just over one-and-a-half hours play on the final day. Um, Bairstow finished 114 not out Root 142 unbeaten the win for England meant the series finished almost a year later of course but all level at 2-2 to deny what would have been India's first series win in England since 2007 stunning win for England um, it's given them four big chase wins on the bounce hasn't it 119 
came in 19.1 overs on the fifth day morning. It's ridiculous. Those four big chases, 277 to chase down at Lords, 299 at Trent Bridge, 296 at Headingley, 378 Edge Baston. It is ridiculous. We don't know what's going on. Only Baz knows what's going on. Only Stokes knows what's going on. And it was brilliant to see Stokes after the game talk about, he quite, would have quite liked to see them got 450 just to see what we would have done. And I don't doubt they wouldn't have tried to chase it down. And with the, with the wickets in hand, 450 shouldn't have been too much of a problem. It is strange times we're living in, uh, and it's exciting cricket we're living in. Test cricket is relevant, always has been. And this form of cricket, they'll find the right way of doing it. You know, maybe it's a little bit outrageous in, in some points at the moment, but they'll find a way of, of, of maintaining this, and it's superb. Um, one other thing in the post-match uh, comments as well, it was lovely to see Joe Root have no answer whatsoever for Ian Ward when he asked about leaving Broad and Anderson out of the West Indies series. I just thought that was superb because obviously it, we're certain that Root had a big say in that. And it just shows you when you get to the end of a, a run of captaincy or leadership, some of your decisions can just get really weird. Um, and you're just searching for something for, for no reason sometimes. You're just trying to do something for the sake of it. Um, so that, that just amused me. Um, random little stat that I really enjoyed in this test match. Jimmy Anderson, um, he, he took the catch off Matty Potts of Sheriff's Eye in the second inning. That was Jimmy's 100th catch in test matches. He's only, apparently, he's the only sixth player ever to achieve the treble of 1,000 runs, 100 wickets, and 100 catches. That's Garfield Sobers, IT Botham, Carl Hooper, Shane Warne, and Jack Callis. What a group. Can we now say that Jimmy Anderson is a genuine all-rounder? No? Fine. No problem. But that's pretty impressive nonetheless, isn't it? So um, just a couple of things I want to pick up on from this test match as well. It was such fun test match. But what we've seen over the last couple of games, especially Headingley and Edgebaston, is the delays. Probably all summer, but the delays. The ball, we know that the ball keeps getting changed all the time. But I've never seen so many pad straps, ripped batting, uh, pad straps being snapped, ripped batting gloves, fingers that take a day to put a plaster on it. Bats need swapping. Obviously, the ball's changed. Have I mentioned the ball's being changed yet? Every five minutes, it feels like there's something else being delayed. And now you've got all these absolute numpty punters in the corporate bits, behind the bowlers on, behind the sight screen, standing around, wandering around. You're seeing batsmen, you're seeing umpires every five minutes. Sit down, sit down. What, I don't understand. If you go into the cricket, folks, especially if you get a corporate, you've got a jolly, you've got a freebie, you're getting your drinks, you're getting your food. The least you can do is try and understand the game. Try and understand just what do I need to do when I get into a stadium? It's really not that complicated. You've got a hole over from the other end to wander around, take your photos and do what you want. When they're coming from your end, it's not that difficult. Sure, nobody's listening that um, that we're, we're doing this. But if you are, come on. If you're going to a cricket match, you're going for corporate, just think about it. Come on, guys. Come on. It's ridiculous. Um, Virat Kohli, I think a new conversation needs to be had about him soon. I'm not going to do it on my own today because I think Rob would like to get involved with this as well. Um, it was really, really good to see him try and impose himself on the game in the first innings. Really got angry, didn't he? Um, I'm not sure it was directed at the right person. You've got to pick and choose who you go at. Sometimes you know players that you can get under the lid. You can get into the head and it's going to impact their game. Other players, Johnny Bairstow, it's not going to help. Um, it's just not going to help. You need to pick the players, and I'm not sure Virat Kohli was, uh, was on the right track there. Uh, Batting-wise, he looks like supreme, prime Virat Kohli on occasion, but he just can't seem to get it clicking at the moment. It's a big conversation that needs to be had. What next for Virat Kohli? Um, I'm not saying he needs to be dropped because he's still exceptional. His average is only just dropping under 50. A car shopping experience meets an out-of-body experience. 
With 50,000 cars added daily and unbelievably smart matchmaking, the new Cars.com. It's magical. But at some point, there needs to be a conversation of whether or not Virat Kohli needs to take a step back if he wants to continue a test career. Does he even want to continue his test career? He stepped down from the captaincy recently. Perhaps he's not quite feeling it. Perhaps he wants to just go on and play IPL, etc., uh, and T20 stuff. I might be completely wrong, but I just wonder if now is the time for Kohli to announce himself as having a little bit of a break from Red Bull cricket, just to reload uh, and come again, because it's been so long since we saw absolute peak Virat Kohli. Um, and I don't think we can even say he's anywhere near in the conversation of a Joe Root at the moment. You've got Root, Williamson, Steve Smith. I think it's probably more Root and Smith, isn't it, at the moment? Labashane up there, but he needs uh, the longevity before we can really start including him in that conversation. Babra Zam. And I think Kohli is dropping into that second tier, if not below that. So it, it's just opening up a conversation, really. I'm intrigued to know what, uh, especially if any Indian fans are jumping on today to listen to this. What's what's going on with Virat Kohli? What's the thought process? What, what would you like to see him do next? Will he come back? Will he become that absolute prime King Kohli again in the future? Would love to know. Um, and the last point, I'm only saying this because Rob's not on the podcast. This is for you, Rob. KP had to mute him every time he was on. The commentary, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. He says some good things, but I'm just, I'm too far gone um, with Kevin Peterson. So apologies, Rob. You know he's your hero. Um, so that kind of wraps up the test match. It is exceptional cricket. Can it sustain? I saw it. We, we got a comment today saying, I can't believe um, all these people are getting so excited about this cricket, about in basketball cricket. You know, come on, you've just, just drawn a test series against India. You know, forgive us for being excited. It is exciting. It's really good cricket. Bear in mind, England could not win a game of Test match cricket to save their life uh, before Brendan McCullum and Ben Stokes came on board. So it's really exciting. And this summer has been like no other we have ever seen. Last summer, like I said last week, we had Dom Sibley having a net, not chasing down 240 or 250 or whatever it might have been, deciding to not even try. They would, they would do that with the openers, it feels like at the moment. Well, maybe I'm getting carried away. Um, but it's just so nice to see this change, isn't it? And who knows how we'd perform on, in other countries trying this form of cricket. But I think they'd try, and that's the exciting part about it. Um, we've seen five days of cricket in all these test matches. We've seen plenty of runs to start the, the, uh, the games. We've seen all sorts. We've seen smashing the ball all over the place. We've seen better uh, periods of play than we do in T20s for people smashing the ball to all parts. So if this is test cricket of the future, Sign me up. I, I'm, I'm a test, test match tragic full stop. I'm a Red Bull tragic full stop. I absolutely love it. What, what they've introduced in such a short period of time is sensational. Big question mark still, though, for England. We need to uh, ask those questions over the openers. I still think Alex Lees is looking promising. He's on the up. People are starting to see what he has been in the past. When he was a young player at Yorkshire, he was very, very attacking. I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of the finest T20 knocks I've ever seen was from a young, tw- you know, a 20-year-old-ish Alex Lees at Knotts, when he was playing for Yorkshire in the T20, superb. Crunching the ball to all parts. Great, great player. It's taken him a while. It's a bit of a, a long-winded track, trek back to where I think he, sh- you know, we was aiming for many years ago. But he's at Durham now. He started scoring runs. And now we're starting to see the confidence put into him, instilled into him by Ben Stokes, by Brendan McCullough, maybe by Triscothic. Similar player in some respects, isn't he, the Triscothic? And he's in the coaching setup. So he will be able to help him. And we're seeing that positivity. I think there's a player there to be unlocked. Same with Zach Crawley. He left so, so well. Again, in isolation, forget about what he's done previously. In isolation, 
in that fourth innings of this test match. I thought Zach Crawley, <coughs> excuse me, played really, really well. Left the ball fantastically well. Great decision making. As they were talking about on commentary, <coughs> they got him, they got the bowlers to bowl to him. Uh, and then he was able to play a little bit straighter and a little bit into the leg side. And then when the old ball got a little bit older, he was starting to crunch some of those drives, wasn't he? Or when they had to refresh the bowlers. So there's a player there. Ollie Pope, likewise, you can't dismiss 160 and an 80-odd against New Zealand in the last couple of tests. Not at the best one in this game, but there's a player there. And what we do know, it seems, and what we're trying to learn very quickly from this setup, but, you know, what are they going to do? How are they going to treat people? We know that they're going to persevere with these players. They're going to stay with them and they're going to give them opportunity. They're going to give them one more, one test too many. That seems to be the theme, doesn't it? Um, so we're not, I don't think we'll be seeing any changes for South Africa in this top three. And we certainly won't be seeing any changes with the number four, Joe Root, number five, Johnny Bairstow, and number six, Ben Stokes. Root, again, he just looks, he's playing a different game. I think myself and Rob were chatting during the fifth day. I don't, you know, I don't think either of us have seen someone play this well in test match cricket in the years we've been going, you know, we've seen Tendulkar, we've seen Joe Ordner, we've seen um, you know, the Aussies, we have Ponton, et cetera, all these players, Lara, and I'm not saying he's better than them yet. <laughs> um, you know, Alistair Cook even. But just at the moment, he's just so fluid. He's so confident. He's just imperious. He just, he looks like he has all the time in the world at the crease. He can't miss the ball, it seems, as well. So just long may it continue. Um, he just, he's having so much fun. I think that's the main thing as well. The smile on Root's face when he's batting. It's just great to watch. Johnny Bairstow as well. His character's coming out more, isn't it? I, I never really got a good handle on Johnny Bairstow for quite a few years, but he's really, really putting himself to the front. And he looks just, he looks like he's just, just loving life at the moment. Stokes captain well again. Bowling attack, I'm pretty impressed with. Jimmy's doing what Jimmy thinks. Matty Potts still, you know, it's his second opposition he's come up against, and he's bowled really, really well yet again. Um, Brody, I think Brody would have been, would have liked a few more wickets over this, uh, over this summer so far of these four Test matches. Um, but it'll come. It will come with him. I'm sure it will. Um, but it will be just something to keep an eye on. Just want to make sure, um, you know, they are all all fit, firing and contributing as they should do. And Jack Leach as well, obviously, he's the confidence is coming, isn't it? it it's, it's a little bit not quite night and day, but we're seeing the development of him over this period of time. We shall see if there's any changes for South Africa. That's the next test cricket that is coming up. Uh, but we've got a bit, a bit in between, haven't we? First, we've got some uh, T20s. Uh, followed by some uh, ODIs for England against India. Um, so we're just going to rattle through this. Won't keep you too long again today as I'm on my own. Don't want to just keep listening to me, but we will give you some information here. So the white ball squads, we've got T20, three T20s that are coming up this week, uh, tomorrow as I record, the 7th, the 9th, the 10th of July. Um, the big news, obviously, as we spoke about last week, Owen Morgan stepped down from the captain of the white ball teams. It's now Josh Butler's side. It's who we expected. A bit like the test side, we we kind of expected it to be Stokes. The same for this. Butler was the obvious candidate, and he was a solid candidate as well. Not just the, the the obvious one, but he was the one that you would want to captain as well. This is Butler's era. Matthew Mott, the new coach in there as well. It's a great setup now. We've got the new coach, the new new uh, new captain, all going forward. Uh, Adil Rashid moves this one out. He's uh, taking a pilgrimage. Uh, the, so he just it wasn't anything to do with what what cricket was on. Apparently, he just he just felt this was the right time for him. So good luck to him. That's absolutely fine. Um, big news in the squad, apart from Josh Butler being the captain, we see Richard Gleeson, 34-year-old, Lancashire quick. He wins his first England call-up after a fine, fine T20 year this year. He's got 20 wickets, joint most of an England qualified bowler in the, bowler in the blast this year. 
Gleason is a great story. When we first did this podcast, we had we did this pod for a year or two before we had to put it on the back burner for a year or so. Uh, but we spoke about Richard Gleason really early. It was such an interesting story. He didn't make his first class debut until 27. Uh, North Ants finally gave him a go, uh, and he did really, really well. But he spent the last couple of years sideline with back injuries, and this year he only signed a T20 contract with Lancashire. He's played every game, as we said, 20 wickets. He's also combined his playing commitments with a teaching job. This is just a great, great story. I'm so, so pleased for Richard Gleeson. Um, so he's in, and I really hope he does get an opportunity. Uh, so joining Gleeson, the squad with Butler, obviously we've got Moen Alley, Harry Brook. He's the man that's going to really um, take advantage, I think, of the hole that Owen Morgan leaves in both teams. Uh, Sam Curran's back in there on the back of his first first class 100. Good old Sam. Uh, Chris Jordan, Liam Livingston, David Milan keeps his place, Timur Mills, Matt Parkinson, Jason Roy, Phil Salt, who played so, so well over in Netherlands in the ODIs, Reese Topley and David Willick. So that's the first one. That's the first one we're going to see. But then soon after, we get onto the ODIs. But just before we do, it's just worth noting that India will be a little bit light in the first game. Um, Virat Kohli, Shorisaya, Rishabh Pant, Jasper Bummer, Ravages Asia, all of the test squad, they're going to join up with the White Ball setup for second and third T20s. Um, so there is a little bit of opportunity coming for uh, for India's uh, players in the first one. Rohit Sharma's back as captain, Ishan Kishan, Richard Garikwad, Sanju Samson, Surya Karma, Yadav, Deepak Kuda, Rahul Tripathi, Dinesh Kartik, Hardik Pandya, Venkatesh Ir, Yuzavendra Shahal, Aksa Patel, Ravi Bishnoi, Bhuvanesh Wakumar, Arshal Patel, Avish Khan, Arshdeep Singh, and Umran Malik. And then a few of those players will miss out for those players. So I think uh, Garrick Ward, Sanju Samson, Ia, and the uncapped duo of Chapathi and Singh uh, will all miss out on the second and third T20s. Um, so following shortly after, we change the format slightly. We stay in the pyjamas, we stay with the white balls, but we go to the extended format of the uh, ODIs. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a fresh squad. It's, it's a little bit of change here. There was a really strong squad that went to Netherlands, which we still haven't had a chance to have a chat about, um, which was so much fun. Um, so fresh on the back of that 3-0 drubbing. Um, the, the side's in really good form, isn't it? Butler, Roy, Livingston, Salt, they were amazing. They loved the Amsterdam sunshine. But from that squad to this one, with no place now for Dawid Milan, he misses out. Uh, David Payne as well, who got made his debut in the last game in Holland, and Luke Wood, who didn't play. They all miss out. Ben Stokes is back in, Johnny Bairstow's back in, Harry Brooks in, Craig Overton's in, and Matt Parkinson's in. The depth of quality in this these England um, ODI and T20 squads is ridiculous at the minute. Um, so the squad, Butler captain again, Moen Ali, Johnny Bairstow, Harry Brooks, Bryden Cast, who's uh, just, he looks a promising player. I like the look of him, so I'm, I'm pleased he's getting his opportunities. Sam Curran, Liam Livingston, Craig Overton, Matt Parkinson, Joe Root as well. Bit of a surprise, I forgot to say he's in as well. Um, Jason Roy, Phil Salt, Ben Stokes, Reese Toffey, and David Willey. I do hope Phil Salt continues to get his opportunity because he was absolutely superb over in Holland. Um, so that, that gets us to where we are with India. Similar squad, obviously, but I'll just rattle through it just for completion. Say Rohit Sharma's captain again, Shikha Darwan, Ishan Kishan, Virat Kohli, Surya Kumar, Yadav, Sheris Ia, Rishabh Pant, the keeper, Hardik Pandya, Ravi Jadeja, Sardor Thakur, Yuzvendra Shahal, Aksa Patel, Jasprit Bumrah, Praz uh, Krishna, Mohammed Shami, Mohammed Siraj, and Arshdeep Singh rounds it out. So that's where we're going to be going forward for England and India. It's going to be exciting cricket, as we know. It's going to be box office. It's going to be full stadiums. It's going to be noisy. It's going to be loud. It's going to be all the things we absolutely love about white ball cricket. Can't wait to see it. 
First game, as we said, of the T20 is going to be a little bit light for India as they rest some players, but then we'll be full strength and we'll be absolutely into it. So six games of short format cricket to go for England and India. Um, coming up after that, we have South Africa. They'll be arriving soon. We've got the South Africa squads. I won't go through that today, but they've announced their squads for the Tests, the T20s and the ODIs to meet England. Um, the last thing I'm just going to touch on today, uh, for those of you who are still listening, still with us, thank you very much. You're the ones that uh, want to know what's going on. Um, South Africa are going to get warmed up in a couple of ODIs, or well, short format, 50 over games, not ODIs, are they? you know what I'm saying. Uh, and they're going to be getting warmed up by an England Lions team. Um, we've got two games, 12th of July in Taunton and 14th at New Road, Worcestershire. A uh, 13-man squad. It includes, so brilliantly, 17-year-old England under-19 star, Leicestershire spinner, Rayan Ahmed. This is what we want. If these players get them fast-tracked, target them early that they're going to be great players hopefully great players get them in early he's had a superb time of it in the t20 blast so far this summer in his debut t20 series so it's really really exciting to see him uh the squad will be captained by tom abel a very very well uh, earned um spot in this squad uh, team and also to get the captaincy uh ray and ahmed as i've said tom banton wicketkeeper sam cook of essex somebody we've wanted to uh, see uh, in england colors for a long long time let's see if the hype from us and others is is, is warranted. Um, but that'd be great to see. Ben Duckett of, uh, of Nottinghamshire, again, overdue in my opinion. He, he deserves a call-up in some form of cricket, but he just showed the depth we do have. Stephen Eskenazi, he's from Middlesex. Sam Hayne of Worcestershire, he's in the same uh, bucket for me as Ben Duckett. Sam Hayne has, the, I think, is the highest list day average um, going in, in uh, pretty much in world cricket or whatever it might be. It's ridiculous. He deserves an opportunity as well. Can't wait to see how he goes. Adam Hose, who's had a great T20 with Bears as well. Benny Howell, Jake Lintot, another Bear who's, uh, who's, who's a really good short format player. David Payne, uh, George Scrimshaw, it's an interesting name. He's a big, big, tall uh, Steve Finn, similar look-alike. Um, in his, he's not just in his height, but also in the, in the way he bowls. Big, big bowler from Derbyshire. Another player that I'm quite excited about. And Will Smead, who... Will Smead is just getting making a name for himself, whether it's 100, whether it's Pakistan, all over the world with his uh, with his exploits. So great to see the likes of Abel, Duckett and Hayne in particular, given the opportunity. Really exciting 13. Hopefully all 13 get an opportunity uh, to show what they can do and, and put a bit of pressure on the incumbents. You know, we, we've seen what can happen. Owen Morgan has seen who's behind him. And he's put that together with his own form and his own injuries and said, I don't deserve this anymore. I don't deserve to be here anymore. I will stand aside. So we can see what the pressure of, uh, of those coming from behind um, really does create for, uh, for, the, for the incumbents of the England team. So this is what we need. This is, you know, it's just the old iron sharpens iron, doesn't it? So hopefully all these quality players that we're wondering, why can't they get an opportunity? When you see the actual incumbents, when you see the squad and you see the starting 11s, Ah, that's why they're not getting an opportunity at the moment. We get it. We get it. Okay. So let's see how all that goes. Looking forward to it. We'll keep an eye on the Lions against South Africa because that gives us an eye on South Africa as well to see how they're shaping up and how they're going to line up when England finally take them on. Uh, but it's uh, it's India first, isn't it? And just last thing I've got to say, just how can we not enjoy what's going on at the moment? It is just stunning. Stunning cricket. This These four test matches have been four of the best test matches I think any of us have ever seen. It's just, it makes you giggle. That's how good it is. It makes you smile. It makes you giggle. And that's great. And I'm seeing so many people, whether it's on my timeline on Twitter or people I'm talking, people that haven't really had an interest in cricket 
This feels like the summer of 2005, that Ashes in England, that famous 2005 Ashes. It feels a little bit like that. There's people that had no interest in cricket or only a maybe a passing interest or maybe just a T20 interest suddenly getting interested in, in Test match cricket. People have gone to fifth days that haven't been to a Test match before. People are watching cricket. People are getting excited about cricket. It's amazing. Whatever the, whatever the reason is, what, however they're doing it, whatever little magic they've got or whatever they're putting in people's tea, it might just be the bacon cobs and the coffees. Who knows what it is, but long may it continue. It's such exciting cricket, and I'm absolutely loving it, and I'm certain Rob is, and I'm sure it's keeping Rob uh, cheerful uh, as he's in a bit of a frustrating time of things running back and forth to a hospital over the last couple of weeks. So uh, so once again, I want to wish him all the best. I hope everyone will join me in doing that. Um, hit us up on Twitter, at uh, Leading Edge Pod. Um, if you've enjoyed this, uh, watching on YouTube, if you want to see my mug just sat in front of a video, this week, uh, have a look at it. Have a look. Come on, like, subscribe, do what you've got to do. Uh, and likewise, if you're listening to this on uh, podcast audio platform, give us a review if you can at some point. It's great. Other people find us. Um, Rob, hopefully, will be back soon. If not, I'll jump on again. I want to get a championship roundup done. I want to get us up to date a little bit with where we are in the T20 Blast. I might even do that today. Let's see how we go. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for loving cricket and thank you so much, Bazball. Thank you. Till next time. Selling your car on cars.com is so fast. It's like the dealer is in your own backyard. Get the best offer instantly, confirm with the dealer, and the money's yours. Cars.com is magical. Tap to sell on cars.com today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.